Hello and welcome to the next episode of 49 Plus. Oh, goodness me, goodness me. I'm feeling stressed. And it's so funny because um, I had no intention as I just pull away from the driveway in the car. So I've got a half hour or so drive ahead of me. Um, I had no intention to be recording another podcast. Uh, I have every expectation that this will be a, uh, I'm going to say a stress-filled one, so I'm not sure what kind of a listen this will be. I'm hoping for my own personal needs, but by just yabbering away for 20 or so minutes on the drive to work will be one way to help organise the various stressful thoughts that are going through my head. So enjoy. If you're still listening at this point, then you must wonder, what well, really? Nothing else you could rather listen to instead? Um, and I suspect, at best, there's three or four people who might listen to this if they choose to. Anyway, and thank you if you are. I'm treating you as my therapists. Um, blah, blah, blah. So stressed, feeling very stressful. The context is, so now, today is Tuesday. What's the date? Tuesday, the 24th of September. So, bits happened since I um, recorded the last one. Some of which I'm not really planning to speak about. So, one would have been the strength scope uh, training I did last week. Well, I have another day of that scheduled tomorrow uh, in London. Um, so maybe more on that one after doing that day, maybe another time, maybe never. Uh, and that's interesting, that was, I enjoyed it, broadly speaking. The added bit of stress that that brings is that last Wednesday and this Wednesday, two days, in quotes, out of the office, or at least being taken away from work I feel I have to be doing, which is causing me the, causing me the stress. Um, also, what took place on Saturday, just gone, was another training day um, down in Brighton. So up very early that morning, up around about 5.30 or 5, yeah, 5, 5.30 to get a 6 o'clock train tube that eventually got me in on another train and down to Brighton. Well, actually, ahead of time, by about half past 8, for a session that was running from half past 9 to half past 3, and that's with a company called Bailey and French um, on some other kind of training for applying positive psychology in this context with the civil service, which again, the idea of that would stress me out. But I felt it was so important to first of all accept the offer to be an associate with them. Um, and the context is they have this large piece of work with the civil service, they would need lots more associates for, and those people trained up. So, possibility of more work coming from them. But again, that adds to my levels of stress. As you know, I haven't got time to do that. And the main bits of stress at the moment for me, anxiety, stress, whatever word you want to use around it, around my actual work, my main work, which, again, when I probably speak about it, won't sound very stressful. But um, just the pressure is on right now to complete a whole range of things under time constraints and there isn't really the time to do it so by the end of this week we need to complete our marking and second marking of dissertations um, now that will actually be four weeks after they were submitted we should have really got them back by three weeks but 
none of us have been able to actually get to the marking because there's enrolments and other preparations for that and the start of term and other things and bits and pieces that make it hard to give the time to the marking. Um, so that's now under pressure to get that done by Friday, having already pushed it back a week, already having had at least one complaint from a student because we put it back a week. So we can't go any further with that really. So that's one thing. It's just trying over the next few days to get all that completed. And that takes time. You know, reading a dissertation, I'm not, you know, by doing this now, I'm not in a position to properly read them all the way through in the way I would normally would want to. Um, the feedback you give is relatively limited. It's not that time consuming to create a mark for them. Uh, but between three of us, three markers, we have to then mark and second mark, which means somebody else independently also marks it, and you agree a mark, have all that done by Friday so we can have the feedback, the mark and so on available, release them by Friday, six o'clock. So that's one of the main sources of anxiety at the moment and pressures and stress to get that done. So I don't feel as though it's, I've got the time to do it still. And particularly when I'm in a certain mindset, a certain frame of mind, which makes it hard to focus, hard to just say, right, do this, then this, then this, and this, and this. So one thing going into today is because I only had four hard copies dissertations at home, I need to go in to get more, so there's more to be done, quite a few more. So I'll pick up the hard copies because they're a lot easier. I'm not saying it's easy at all, but otherwise, if you're marking online, which you can do, I find that a lot harder to read a dissertation when you can only see a very small part of a page at any one time. Um, it's much easier to flick back and forth and look at appendices, you know, other things, and just get the overall feel of it. That's one thing I'm going for today. Also, enrolment to take at the moment at different levels our year one students, our year two returners, year three students. We have four students who are joining us from Iceland. They join into the year two. Um, dealt with them a little bit, hopefully semi-effectively yesterday evening by having an online collaborate session with them. Which those bits I think I can do because that's basically just talking. Talking through slides, picking up questions, but giving them a bit of the spiel of the overall structure of the programme, how it works, how we support them, how we deliver it, and that kind of stuff. I can do that quite easily and that's something quite... One of better word, I think I'm pretty good at, uh, and it doesn't stress me out as much as other things. So that was useful having done that. But there are other things that are stressing me out, which are re-enrolments, um, people who haven't received enrolment forms, people being enrolled onto the wrong modules, fees. You know, always have questions about fees. These are the kind of things up, up coming up, always coming up, always come up in emails and so on. You have to sort of address, and they're quite urgent, and stop you getting to the dissertation marking or the other kind of stuff. Uh, so that's where I'm at. It doesn't end with, probably to a listener, doesn't sound like that's no so bad. There's plenty of people doing a lot worse than that. Absolutely they are. Which only adds to my level of stress and anxiety and guilt because thinking, well, why am I getting stressed by this? I just very much realise I'm in a, a, stressed, a stressed mindset where I feel overwhelmed. I feel I don't have the capability or the capacity or the ability or the mouse or whatever to do what's required of me. And it's just more and more building up. So I get that. I get that quite a lot. I get that particularly certain times of year, this being one of them. Um, and needing to get those things resolved as much as possible because also the start of the new academic year means we have now got students looking at new course materials, questions are coming through for that. And not this coming weekend, but the weekend after will be our first weekend workshop where we've got to be there and present stuff. And again, for one module in particular, um, I mean, a little bit, again, not, not as up to speed with it as I would wish to be. 
And also alongside this, we have other students, so not all of our dissertation students who would have submitted on time. We had quite a few this year who got an extension, which means they're not submitting until the end of October. So that'd be another bout of marking at that point. Another period of stress relating to that. But those who are submitting in, in October uh, have draft versions of things they'll want feedback on, and they're sending me those things this week, needing and wishing for feedback relatively quickly and that would normally involve reading through their draft and providing written feedback in much the way you would mark it. So it's having to manage these things and to me I just find when I'm in a stressed out mindset it's I, I just don't cope with it very well. So the intention this morning is to go in and pick up dissertations, print off a report for the strength scope thing tomorrow as a strength scope leader one doing it as though you are a leader and I don't feel as I'm a leader at all. I'm not really in a leadership role. The context in doing that type of the training is they're hoping, they being our HR department at the university. See, I can't even be bothered to say HR. Back in the day when I was mulling over H and H's, I would make a point of saying HR. It's HR. I say my sense of humour seems to have gone away the sense of possibility. So over the summer, towards the latter stage of the summer, uh, and particularly early summer when I started doing the, the podcast in June, I was more in that mindset of, oh yeah, do these things, do that. And it was all this idea of doing something be interesting. That feeling has just gone away completely, nudged out, edged out by sense of overwhelm, um, stress, inability to do stuff and so on. So sorry it all feels rather negative in that respect. That's where I'm at at the moment. That's, um, and I was only really doing the podcast because I'd got a text from my brother who not really been interacting with as much as we might have been recently, and that's partly because he's lost, he had lost his phone and had to replace his phone. So bless him, he's been the one more nudging me to text here and there and try to have a phone call. I should not be feel, feeling up to it at all, replying quite with short messages, not really in the mood to talk. This was my attempt just to kind of lay out where I'm at with this stuff without having to have a phone conversation. Uh, but he did in that text saying, oh, you're still podcasting. And part of the answer is, well, yes. Here, listen, doing it now. But doing it less so, doing it with less enthusiasm, doing it with more of a sense of what's the point, why bother, uh, haven't got the time, haven't got the space, haven't got anything interesting to say, probably not. So that's where I'm at. So apologies, folks. So that's where I'm on this very wet Tuesday morning because now the rains have come in and we've had a couple of very wet days following some nice days last week. So ends of last week. So the day in Brighton was a very nice sunny day. Even though it was inside, it was a very warm day, but that was obviously most of it spent inside. And then travelling back, uh, it was lovely to get back to the house to a barbecue that was on the, on the go. So that was because... Um, Keith, Rachel's dad, and his sister, so Rachel's auntie Sheila, uh, were visiting. And in fact, the first time Sheila visited in Northwood, um, so she was visiting Keith in Oxford, and we'll see a friend, I think, in near High Wycombe over this week. So it was nice seeing her and being around. So they were doing a barbecue, and that was lovely. So that was nice. That was the last bit of lovely weather. So obviously it was good enough to sit outside. Sunday, a wetter day. Um, Monday, for Sunday bit mixed maybe. Um, yesterday and today in particular it's a bit of flooding with anything in some places. Um, although the rain has abated at the moment for a little while. Right so there you go that's your opening part of this um, 
this episode, which at least this day is just talking through my sources of stress. Perhaps it's helping me by just saying out loud, putting things in perspective. Um, it doesn't help me actually get the marking done, and even the, the time it's taking me now to have to go and get the dissertations and bring them back, I feel as though it's just taking out the time I need to be sitting and marking them. But I'm hoping by the end of today, more will have been done. There'll be a point that become Friday, because again, I can't really marking tomorrow, because it's all day training session in strength scope. Um, come Thursday and Friday, hopefully able to get things finalised and done so we can get those up and out and ready and appease some of the people who are aching for their feedback and their marks. And breathe. Pause for now. See you in the next part. Maybe later today, maybe tomorrow, maybe a week from now we get to find out. Speak to you soon. Oh, and hello again then. We're back. And as if by magic, we've jumped to Friday morning. We're now sat, say we, I am now sat in traffic on Friday morning, although it's not as bad as it could be. It's now just approaching eight o'clock and I'm heading into the office for, is it the second time this week? So, um, and still feeling a little bit stressed. Um, uh, again, I may have felt more stressed if I'd stayed at home long before coming in. So grateful that Rachel suggested and encouraged that I said, just get up, go, go what I need to do. Um, so today it's the day by which we need to get dissertations, feedback and marks available to release at six o'clock this evening. We'd already deferred it from a week last week, so it has to be done today. We can't push back another week. And I think we're going to get there. I'm pretty sure we're going to get there. But it's not done and dusted. Got to do a few more to add in. Not, I've looked at all the dissertations we're going to look at. It's getting the feedback together, uh, which for me is what takes the time. And when you're under pressure, it's like trying to do that in a meaningful way. Um, and agree marks, which again, with others, we can do it probably over WhatsApp and email if, if we can't do it in person. But there are a few bits to try and get done today, so it's still up against it. Hence, trying to get in a reasonable time to give time to do that. Um, so yes, that's, that's still one of the major sources at the moment. Once that's done, I feel a little bit of uh, relief, although other things pressing as well. Um, also, somewhere during the day, you need to create time for um, for conversations with at least one, if not two, if not maybe even three, late applicants for the course. So the course now officially is underway. The course being the MAP, the MSE Applied Positive Psychology. We've recruited a very large number onto it. Never quite clear exactly what your numbers are going to be. Once you get through enrolment, how many people actually enrol? We've still got quite a few enrolment forms that people don't seem to have be completed. So there'll be a week or two or more of chasing those up and following up and saying, are you actually going to enrol or not? Um, the difficulty is, as more of those weeks move on, they're missing more and more of the course. So, but if they don't enrol, then we potentially have space. If we've, we've already made up more space by trying to increase the numbers, some of those numbers drop out early on or they don't actually enrol. So anyway, we had four late applicants uh, this week. Um, although I'm not even quite sure exactly when they applied, but it's quite apparent that we have been, when Genevieve looked on the applicant portal, <coughs> there were still four applicants there. And we thought the message at this point would have been, well, the course has started. Um, these are very late applicants. We're effectively full. They'd have to now be deferred till next year. 
But with one thing or another, decision now being said, actually, let's have a look at to see them. Let, let's, let's, given that we're losing, you know, not losing people, but some of the people who we thought would enrol probably won't enrol. Um, can we squeeze these people in and then put a line under those? And in some ways, because it was drawn to attention that amongst these four, there was somebody who, um, a minor celebrity, um, a TV chef, her name is Lorraine Pascal, who seems to be very keen to do uh, the Masters. I was hopeful we might be able to squeeze her in this year. So what I've done yesterday is emailed all four of the applicants to say, well, actually, then can we look at, if you really are keen to join this year, can we explore you know, the options there? Make you aware of that context. Is it something you'd want to do this year? Could you defer till next year? So there's four in total. Um, one of whom has already come back now to say, actually, quite happy to, would, would rather defer till next year, which is great. Can make him an offer for next year. That's easy. No need for a, uh, an immediate phone call. Uh, two others, Lorraine and another applicant called Kate, is very keen to have a conversation today. So I'm going to try and make the time to do that and again it's one of these things the actual conversations with new potential students I enjoy I enjoy doing that I think I'm quite good at it I think I can put on a good front of what the course is about the ethos behind it show enthusiasm encouragement um, on the basis of that I think you know make this the course attractive um, just you know, the flip side is by taking half an hour or so per person to do that that's half an hour more from the, each from the other work which is the stuff that's causing me stress and that's where I've got to manage better because I'm reluctant to, so I'm suggesting these calls might take place towards the end of today by which hopefully some of this other stuff has got done and again I know in terms of an episode if anybody's choosing to listen to this and maybe one or two of you are not the most exciting episode I know. Have any of them been exciting? So some of them have been a little bit more curious in terms of what's been spoken about. Um, but to me, I find this probably a, just a valuable thing to do, to just spend the drive talking through this stuff. Helps bring it into perspective. Helps it sound, you know, makes it feel more doable. Because otherwise, my head, from about 4.30 this morning, lying in bed, is just racing through a whole range of things. Not just these things, but... Other things I should be doing, could be doing, should have done before now, wish I'd done before now, will need to do before next week, yada, yada, yada. Bing, bang, bong. And this helps try to give some kind of order to it. The same as if you were writing a diary. But to me, writing this all out would take forever. And again, I haven't got the time to do that. And it works quite nicely on the drive into work. Where I'm otherwise giving listening to the radio. Realising if I was a politician, I'd be just stressed by all the what's going on now as they prepare for Brexit. Um, so the other thing I was going to probably just um, mention, so it was Tuesday morning, the first part of this. So the other thing that's happened between uh, then and now is on Wednesday, um, I attended a training day for Strengthscope. So in fact, it was the third aspect of training. So even going back to February of this year was when I'd organised a training, um, two-day training for um, our students to become accredited practitioners in the use of something called StrengthScope, which is a strength assessment tool, but it's designed to work with a practitioner who then 
um, essentially administers the, the, the assessment, which is actually online, and then you get the report back and um, really what the practitioner is doing is, is, is coaching you and supporting you and understanding what that report means and helping you, let's say, put it into practice, bringing your strengths to work in different ways, exploring ways in which you can use your main, what they would call signature strengths, or rather they call them the significance strengths, what's it get <laughs> that terminology. There's another system, another model that talks about your signature strengths this one will talk about your significant strengths. It's the same kind of thing. They may have different labels, different names for some of these strengths. Uh, indeed they do, but it's the same idea of spending some time reflecting on understanding what your natural strengths are, things that you are energised by, things you have been naturally drawn to doing and would wish to do and perhaps enjoy doing and could be good at um, and all the potential to be good at and bringing those into your work. I mean, for example, I've just been speaking about speaking to prospective students, recruitment, that side of things. Um, I think I'm naturally drawn to that. I think particularly for a course that I'm, you know, I've been involved with developing, I know a lot about, I can sell, I can talk about, very happy to talk to students about that. And it does energise me, the actual process of talking to people about it, listening also to their interests, their aspirations, how the course might match onto them and so on that's something I'm drawn to so there will be hopefully some of that today it's just that it, it's played up against the stuff that I feel as though it doesn't energize me the marking never energized me I really struggle with I find challenging and particularly when you're under pressure to get it done in a certain time frame which is always the case so it's balancing those things together um, but that's uh, what the strength scope accreditation was back for back in um, in February so I had that arranged with students but as part of that I managed to arrange to get essentially a free place on it so training that would normally cost about maybe £1,700 over two days uh, got those fee waived so it didn't cost me anything or did the university anything the students managed to get that for half price so we had a total of about maybe seven, eight, or even nine of us on that accreditation back in February. As a consequence of that, I thought oh, it would be quite nice to maybe look whether or not um, the university could be a potential user of this um, this tool, this approach. So that led to conversations with HR director, um, and that led to her arrangement. And she's been very keen to do this. And in fact, they put a bit of money, a bit of blah, 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 blah. Let's talk, let's speak in tongues, shall we? They've put quite a bit of money behind this over the next couple of years to train other people in the university. So already they've done training for five more people, including peers, as in not my friends, my, pay, my peers, but peers, who is my friend and colleague and um, erstwhile co-course leader on the master's programme, developer and, and instigator of the master's programme, long-time collaborator. Um, so he did some training in, in, in uh, July alongside a few other colleagues and as a consequence of that he and I are, um, well we've now completed this extra couple of bits of training. So one last week which was something called Strength Scope Team and then the one this week, this Wednesday, was Strength Scope Leader. Now these are all different or extra elements of the overall strength scope system, let's call it. 
Um, and the idea is that you'd begin by working with individual in terms of their own strengths. So they'd complete a strength assessment and you'd help them reflect upon it, talk it through to help them understand and say, turn, turn this idea of strength awareness into action, how it might impact their actual work and what they do, how they do things, how they find ways of building upon their strengths, drawing upon their strengths and so on. So maybe even then find they're doing things they enjoy more, they're doing it more effectively. So this idea is, is very, very similar. Well, one phrase would be bringing your best self to work. Those kind of ideas. That's, so it's all very and, you know, encouraging and it's positive and in many ways it's very much applied positive psychology. That's why I was keen to build it into some of the students' uh, training if they're interested and to pay for it uh, and why I was quite keen to do it for myself. So we continue with Strengthscope team last week, which focused on effectively once each member of a team has done their own strengths profile and had some opportunity to reflect and perhaps be coached on, on what that means in terms of their own strengths, a Strengthscope team report is one which then you combine those in some ways and you look at overall what they would call clear strengths of a team. And that is looking at when there's at least 40% of a team show a certain strength amongst what they would call their significant seven, then that might be seen as a clear strength of that team. Um, but also I think the value is looking at what could be complementary strengths across a team, seeing where people may have certain strengths that they can then perhaps share with others, be drawn upon, how they use these ideas to work most effectively as a team. So that seemed quite effective. That's one day's training last um, last Wednesday. So then you become accredited in using Strengthscope team. Then this week they have a leader one, Strengthscope leader, um, and the idea is there you might work with a leader, whatever context that might be. And that was some discussion over what we might mean by a leader. I would say it's probably typically assumed that a person who's in some kind of leadership role, perhaps even a managerial role. Um, some kind of leadership role um, of an organisation or a team and they complete again, they have their own strengths-based the strength assessment to begin with um, and I think it's part of that you're also asked to talk a little bit more about I think particularly your significant seven strengths and how they may impact your performance as a leader, your leadership performance and similarly identifying up to three what they call in this context energy drainers. I believe in their earlier models they were talking about limiting weaknesses. So, But now they're kind of moving away from this idea of the, the W word. You don't really talk about weaknesses here. They just talk about things that, things that don't necessarily energise you. Because some of these things you may actually you find yourself doing and perhaps could do quite well, but they don't energise you. So for me, absolutely, marking does not energise me. Even as giving feedback to people, I mean, giving feedback to people and talking to them, I can do. But talking them through it, having a conversation with them about it, I find more energising than generating written feedback and reading, even reading through something. Well, reading itself isn't too much of a challenge, although I'm a slow reader. But you, yeah, that and developing written feedback, I, I find I struggle with, and that's also a big part of being an academic. Uh, so anyway, so the strength scope leader part of it, again, if you're doing that work with a leader, you'd be t you wouldn't be marking their work, you'd be talking them through it, you'd be reflecting with them. 
you'd be coaching them, you'd be supporting them, you'd be uh, helping them think through how they can take this feedback and insight they might get from these tools and how that might impact their practice. So the day on Wednesday was about talking through that report, how you might work with that on people and some, you know, we worked through examples and so on. And um, yes, and it was interesting, it was quite full on. As a consequence of doing both Strengthscope team and Strengthscope leader, uh, I'm now known as what they would call a Strengthscope master or a Strengthscope master practitioner. Um, and all that means is you've got accreditation in their three different elements in all three of them. Strength scope, the main strength scope, which also includes, includes of course, 360, where they get feedback from their peers. Uh, strength scope team, which is a little bit more than that, and you get an aggregate team report. And strength scope leader, and I've just explained working with leaders. Um, so completed that. Peers was with me on those two training days, and so he's also strength scope master. And others on that course, again, similarly, I think all but one had completed all three, so they are now also strength scope masters. So the idea is now that, that, well, for me, the context is we're looking at ways in which we build this into some work within the university. It looks very much like Piers and I will be leading on this, so we're now doing some of our own training for others in the university middle of October. So I'm sure as that comes near it, that will be a source of anxiety for me. Um, assuming we can get things set up beforehand and get people to complete their profiles and all this kind of stuff. Um, so that will be as we develop, and it may well be that Piers and I will work with our university's senior leadership team to understand how well they work. Well, again, first of all, to help them better understand a strengths-based approach, to help them better understand and give language uh, to understanding their own strengths, raising their awareness of that, how they, they draw upon those in their work, how they could do that more and more effectively, um, recognising what energy energy drainers they are. And I'm just going through all this to kind of help remind myself of some of the terminology. And then you could work from that basis to then do a team report. So the senior leadership team, to what extent do they work together as a team effectively? Again, drawing upon their strengths and recognising their strengths. Um, and even then as a leader to say, well, as a leader, how does this work? How would you work as a leader? So that could all be very exciting if and when it happens. I'm just hoping it doesn't cause me an extra source of anxiety and stress because it's happening around times I'm getting stressed by marking or other stuff. That's the way my head works. Um, so there you go. So that was strength. So that was Wednesday. Um, again, to the flip side, that was good in and of itself, but it was taken away from the marking, which I didn't want to do, but I have to be doing. So that's why we're on this last day and we've still got some bits to do before we have to just finalise it. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be fine. I have to keep telling myself. And even if I can tell myself that, there's a big part of me that when I wake up in the mornings, I don't feel it. So we'll be interested to see where I'm at the end of today. I suspect that will be the final part of this episode. Um, because we've got 18, yeah, 18 minutes in this part, plus about 10 minutes beforehand. I think we'll do another final part later today. At the very least, to report back, did we make it? Did we get the marking in on time? Um, yeah, the classic, did we get the marking in on time? Because that was one of the things that I would reflect on um, uh, in terms of the, the major, you know, what, the, kind of what's it all about thing. And I think I mentioned it in a very early podcast. But maybe, uh, let's just see then, at the end of today, let's see if we made it on time. Probably bring this episode to a close 
And depending on where that goes to, maybe that next episode we'll talk a bit about the, the value or otherwise of getting one's marking in on time. Oh, anyway, almost there. Two minutes from the university. Uh, let's see how much we get done today. Catch you later. And now it's the drive back home. So in those seconds, I've had the day. I've done the marking, or rather we've done the marking. So there's a team of three of us doing what we can to complete this marking by today. And get all the feedback and so on. Then the only added bit, really, that's added dimension to this is at the point of driving back, whilst it's all been done, I think Genevieve is still actually doing some final touches on one of the ones that she's marking. Um, we haven't got it, well, we've got it all set. In fact, no, I didn't change it, did I? God, okay. Remind it, I didn't change the setting on Blackboard to make sure it's released at 6 p.m., which is an hour from now. Um, I must remember to do that, but the main thing is now we, we believe that um, students may not have access to Blackboard. So the normal way we release the marks will be through Blackboard on that module shell so that where they go and look in there, they can see they've, their mark and their feedback appears. We can't be guaranteed they have access to Blackboard. So in fact, we've got some feedback today suggesting they may not have access. So whilst we've been trying to extend that, that's not happened. We're prepared or setting up to send emails around about six o'clock so they have an email with their mark and feedback in their email inbox. That's the plan. So I've set up on the computer all the emails ready to go. I need to get back home, click send on them, and also now reminding myself I must also change the feedback date on Blackboard so that indeed the release is there, just in case some students do have access there and looking there. So that's it. So by six o'clock this evening, that will be done. And um, that will be uh, all ready to go. So once I've clicked the, the emails, I'm going to close down the laptop and not plan to look at emails, if at all possible, until Monday. Um, because no doubt some of the students will be coming back in response to marks, particularly the ones who may happen to have a mark lower than they had intended. But if all goes well, all work, then we've got our marking in on time. You know, although we're actually a week late because it should have been last week, but it's such a difficult thing with the dissertations, with everything else going on. In fact, we've changed it next year so that we shall release them. Again, we'll give ourselves a four-week turnaround. Uh, so there we go. Mark's pretty much in on time. All done and dusted. Yeah, I was anxious through the chunk of the day. Having said that, no, by working through it bit by bit, pulled together feedback that... All told, will do the job. The marks are what they are. Um, we shall see if anybody's particularly unhappy with their mark and see if they want to respond to it. But with that in mind, we'll say goodbye. I'm sitting in traffic now, waiting to go home. What I'll intend to do is start recording the next episode a few minutes from now, um, where I'll start with this whole idea of the importance of getting one's marks in on time. And really reflecting on, is that what one wants to be remembered for? And I'll tell you a bit more about it. I don't think I've done an earlier podcast on it. I may have done, I may have done a very early episode. So forgive me for repeating myself, but quite possibly I haven't mentioned it. I don't know. Anyway, have a nice weekend. And whoever you are, wherever you are, and of course, whenever you are. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye for now.